Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. going on right now i'm talking with darren miller from a band called 96 bitter beings you might know exactly uh the band is called 96 bitter beings synergy restored coming out november 4th via nuclear blast how you doing man i'm doing amazing amazing aside from not knowing how to fix a computer's audio um i'm doing great where are you right now? Because you have quite the record collection. I need to find the exact coordinates of where you live and, and do a little. Uh... I live. I live pretty much. I I tell people Santa Clarita and then okay. I say Valencia and, and then I just say I'm in Magic Mountain. Nice. And then they're like, Oh, okay, now I. So people listening right now probably uh, do not see the backdrop, but he has like a crazy record collection. Basically, looks like, looks like a record store behind him. How long have you been like a vinyl head? Uh, probably since I was four years old. Okay. And um, it gets worse if you notice. I, I know they can't see over there, but uh, this is just half of it. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I I, I I have to get it estimated or find out how much it's uh. It's worth, but it, it's pretty sick because I uh, I can't stop buying them. Okay, so gun to your head, pick four records. Which ones are you picking? Uh, I'm picking the Japanese version of Kiss's Originals 2. Um, are you talking about in terms of how much they're worth? Or how much they're worth me? to you. Okay, um... I'd have to take uh, Gorgot's Erosion of Sanity. Oh, man. Um, uh, that's tough. 
Malevolent Creation, Retribution, and My Bloody Valentine's Loveless. That is a good amount of, uh, damn, dude, that is, that's solid for everything from Gorguts to My Bloody Valentine. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, in, I'm, in, I like all kinds of music. I just look for good songs. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's all that's important to me. So, what, who, who influenced you to pick up a guitar, man? Like, like, what was the, was it, you know, the, the alternative stuff, like the My Bloody Valentine? Was it like metal stuff? Cause y- your stuff is so much in the middle there. It's like hooks, but it's riffing. There's, right. Because there's such a varied uh, degree of influences. I, I, you know, I grew up with uh, my mom playing disco around the house while she was vacuuming yeah. and picked out the good parts of, of what that kind of music is about. Now that you say um, that, I can hear some dance parts in some of your, you yes, know, kind of catchy, fancy. Definitely. Saturday Night Fever, man, that's that's Staying Alive is an awesome song. I get a lot of stuff from, from that soundtrack, mm-hmm. that whole soundtrack. That doesn't have a bad song on it. And then, like, later on, of course... Uh, hanging around my cousin's house, I look in back at me and I see that famous picture, uh, it's a famous poster of Ace Freely with his guitar on fire. And I'm like, whatever that is, I want to be a part of that. Yes. I was only t- two years old and that's like my first memory. And um, from there, I just, you know, I was obsessed with Kiss and, and just finding out what rock music was. And then when I was eight, I started taking guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered, since I was playing guitar, I discovered... Um, heavier music because you know when you learn to play you start learning to play guitar you want to challenge yourself and the best way to challenge yourself is to either get into jazz or get into metal so from there i discovered from kiss i went to ozzy and then from ozzy i went to metallica and i kept saying how much heavier does this stuff get and then i found the underground music which led me to uh malaya rage and death and then all the all the roadrunner bands like pestilence gorguts annihilator believer cynic and then i just started to to once i wanted to put my own band together i just spliced together all of everything that i love like my bloody valentine i just you know just stuff that was really bizarre yep and i just somehow just made a a mold of all these all all the best of these types of music and made my own Mm -hmm. that's just how it happened and you're talking about these record labels. You're talking about these this rich history of this underground music. How fitting is it now that you're on Nuclear Blast, which is a label that has a crazy history? Not only do they have a immense roster, everyone from Behemoth to you know you guys to you know so many classic bands, but just the back catalog is crazy as far as like death metal, classic metal, power metal. It's it's freaking awesome. I know they're the best label in the world and it's funny because if we had about three more hours i could tell you strangest stories about how i ended up where i ended up but we also were on roadrunner yep and um i was always trying to get signed to roadrunner and i was constantly being turned down and then um finally we had an album out that was doing really well and i was still trying to get signed to roadrunner even (laughs) even though we're already signed to a different label it was on volcom right we were on volcom and we were selling so we were selling so many records. They had this amazing distribution and um, our albums were everywhere. And I'm still trying to get over to Roadrun. I'm, I'm saying, we, we, I said, Monty, we sold 30,000 copies. And he's like, sure, whatever. And then we signed with Island and he calls me. He's like, did you guys sign with Island? I was like, yes, I'm trying to tell you that yeah. <laughs> this stuff is, I'm not lying. We've here. been trying then, to get with you for a while now, dude. 
<laughs> I know. But what's funny is that eventually when we decided to part with Island, um, we weren't, they didn't let us go. I, we actually had a phone call, actually had a phone call with them. And I said, look, you know, you, we know you guys aren't going to push us. You're just going to put out our records sure. and just hope, hope we fly, you know? Yeah. So then, you know, we were in, we instantly signed with Roadrunner and I got to work with that, with Monty Connor, who yeah. had been, you know, turning me down for all those years. And then I did a record for Nuclear Blast in 2011 that was a huge death metal record called World Under Blood. It was mm-hmm. hugely brutal. It's just almost over the top. And then um, I was on my own for a little bit. I did an acoustic record for Megaforce, and I did a couple records self, self-released, uh, and they did well. So then I ended up back on Nuclear Blast, who... Monty Connor left Roadrunner to work there, so I'm working yeah. with him, and I'm working with a lot of other great people that I, I could. You can't be on a record company if you don't know anyone. Absolutely, I mean that it's, freaks me out. Yeah, that I, we hear it all the time. I'm a big podcast buff, and I listen to all these you know podcasts, whether it be hip hop, metal, hardcore, punk. All these musicians will talk about how you know historically, like they had an A&R who was all on their team, and they were gung ho, yeah. and then that person leaves, and it's like. Well, now it's just you and a bunch of people who don't think you're a priority. So, exactly, and that's funny because I, when we left Island, our A and R guy left the label at the same time, and I was like, "Well, that was a good move." Yep. But then, like, I was hanging out with a couple. Well, I was hanging out with the band that band called Hoobastank. We were actually friends with, but we weren't. You know, we were just friends because yeah. we took them out on their first tour, and I was like, "So, what's Island like now that that Paul's gone?" And they're like, "Awful." <laughs> awful man nobody there knows what you're doing so yep. yeah that's the kind of situation that's stuck in my head and i'm like god that would suck if if the guy that was rooting for you and, and getting everything done yep. for you just up and leaves work somewhere else and you're stuck in this contract so yeah i mean i know i know a lot of the people at nuclear blast and mm-hmm. i they've been friends for decades so you know i just feel like there's a huge connection and a lot of friendship there and it's, it's not just all business it's not just all Oh, I hope they give me a call back. Or who is this? Who is that? So I'm, I'm really, we're happy. That's awesome, man. So, so I'm, I kind of wanted to chat a little bit about like the formation of 96 Bitter Beings. Um, obviously, the name, the namesake. We, we, I, I would assume you kind of just wanted to, to take, you know, the this original songwriting because you were kind of the brainchild. The, the mastermind behind CKY, from what I understand, those are your songs, those first couple records, and kind of just like take what those fans love because we love those first few records and then just kind of put your own stamp on it and and, uh, and venture off in your own lane with that original idea, right? You hit it right on the head. A lot of fans were saying, oh man, you know, we missed that sound and we're not getting it out of quote unquote CKY. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I got a new band together where we were doing a 20th anniversary of another project that I that I did when I was in high school. It was 20 years since we had put out a, a CD by the other band called Foreign Objects. So we mm-hmm. were working on that. The guy, the guys that I was working on that with, I was like, you know what? Let's do a rock band. So when my grandmother turned 96, yeah, I said it was the day my grandmother turned 96, and she sent me a picture of her giving the horns. That's so cool. I said that is the name of the band. 96 is. 96 has been a huge number it plays a huge role in my life and i don't know why but it does and i i'm just running with it so 96 the song like 96 quite bitter beings has, has put a lot on my plate 
um, it's it's people with people. I mean, we started this interview going that 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 So yeah, I mean, it's a very important number. I have yet to find out why, but we, yeah, when, like I was saying, my grandma turned ninety six. I said we're gonna need a, a name for this band. Obviously, I want people. I want to have a little bit of a tie into the past. So yeah, ninety six pure beings. It was. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm stoked to hear this this new record uh obviously it's called synergy restored like i mentioned in the beginning uh uh out november 4th on nuclear blast i wanted to kind of so i'm probably like so many people where the first time i heard you playing that riff was the vhs man this before viral videos exactly before mm-hmm. the viral videos, before you know, you could just send a link to a friend. It was the CKY video. It was the VHS. My friend. Hard to remember that time. Isn't it hard to remember the time before we had the internet? Yep. I mean, it's so I try. I try to think about it, and I can't. I can't think about it. Like I don't even remember. We used to just go outside and just film this crazy, yeah. stupid, and neighbors would get pissed off, and it was the only way to entertain ourselves because either school was boring or summer was too hot or just something had to yeah. be done. And, you know, that's all it really was. We were taping stuff year, like maybe a year or two before that. Just videotaping practice, like band practice and videotaping everything. And then this came around. It's a very peculiar story, but it all came around and we connected it east, west. And then it east coast and west coast put it together and it became what MT called Jackass. And we yep. were the soundtrack. And it all fell into place perfectly. It worked perfectly, even though people didn't understand cky a video or cky a band or it was just both it yeah was its own entity and you know we were the music musicians and the other guys were the our friends and they did all the stunts that's just what it was and then um yeah i mean the vhs tape and then i i used to have the whole box set with yep. vhs tapes in it and it's just so bizarre to think that was so long ago but it really i mean it's crazy how long ago that was but it doesn't seem like it it's, I mean, like, I like, dude, that, that was just like, you know, pre any of that stuff. It was just like, yo, did you see CKY? Yeah, I probably watched it like 20 times in like weekends where it was just like the most hilarious thing. And, and the, the, the familiar riffs and, you know, that, that like song, that song and like all your song, the first couple records, it just got ingrained in my head is it's like a living part of my grow, you know, my teenage years, uh, is like it was, the, it was, the soundtrack, yeah. dude. I know that's the number one thing I get told is that it brings people back to watching that stuff brings people back to where they were, you know, in high school or, or younger actually, obviously, but you know, it's nostalgia is an amazing thing. Like when you hear or see something that may brings you back to where you were as a kid, where you were maybe happier or you had less responsibilities. It's an awesome thing. At least for me it is. And Mm -hmm. and I go crazy with that stuff. It's, it's, it's amazing. But um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, I will say it is the first time I saw a Parker guitar that blew my mind. Just like the the head, like the headless Parker guitar, I was just blown away. It was that was you who played the Parker, right? Do you still play Parker guitar? I don't. Parker Parker guitars went out of business. Oh, what happened okay. was I I when I lived in Philadelphia, I lived on East Barnard Street, and mm-hmm. right on Gay Street was a Burger King and a music store. Okay. Al Bean's music and I, I walked down there and I saw Parker guitar and I thought it looked so futuristic and totally. I was like what the hell is that so I worked I had three jobs in high school I worked and I saved and I saved and I saved and I saved up $1,200 went back there thank god it was still there and I bought it 
and I took it home and I just thought it was the coolest thing. And, um, you know, I'm not the kind of guitar player that listens for tones or, you know, uh, with that kind of ear that, you know, I don't like this guitar. It doesn't sound right. It was just it, the way that it looked was as good as it sounded sure. as far as I, as I was concerned. So, you know, once, um, all that, all that jackass stuff and the video stuff started to happen and, uh, I was always using that guitar. I reached out to them. They didn't have a good A and R like artist relations sure. thing going on. So I had to reach out to them and, um, they sent me quite a few guitars awesome. and, um, but then the guy that was doing that for me either left or got fired. So they were always changing A and R over at, and then they got bought out by Washburn and it got, mm. it became even harder to get a hold of, of somebody. And then, um, I decided that, okay, this company's, you know, too difficult because I was always damaging and destroying my guitars on. Well, they're so light. Yeah, they're light. I had one. The only one that I have left. The only one that I have left is the one that has my wife's face on it, and it's the lightest one that I have. Oh, it's awesome. Parker P42, and I used to have I think 16 of them, and I got rid of all of them. Holy shit! And then somebody told me recently that they went out of business like five years ago. Mm. So. Now I'm playing Esoteric. Okay, right on. Which man. are really nice guitars. You're you're you certainly seem to be someone who likes to play kind of like the like left-brained ones, like the ones that aren't the like mainstream. Is is that something you always gravitated towards, like something kind of like left of center guitar styles? You mean like trying to avoid any kind of mainstream brand? Yeah, or maybe just like some some brands that aren't as you know you know, well-known is, do you kind of go toward more of, uh, just different, smaller guitar brands? Well, yeah, I mean, I, well, in a way, yeah, because I'm always, I'm always trying to root for the underdog, anybody that's trying to come up, yeah. you know, and for, there was a, there was a, a, a split second when I was with Jackson Guitars. Sure. And I did a whole photo shoot, it was around the time I put out the World Under Blood record for mm -hmm. Nuclear Blast, they hooked me up with Jackson Guitars, and I just found them so, because of the shape, um, I knew that they were legendary. I knew that all my favorite guitar players were using them. But when it came to me, it was the shape that made them so difficult to, first of all, to sit down and play. Yeah. And, li and live, they were difficult to play. I don't want to put them down because there's a lot of guitar players that are totally comfortable with that. But just for wasn't me, for you. it just wasn't the same thing. Yeah. But it didn't matter because I ended up saying something that ruined my relationship with them anyway, live on stage. I got totally blackout wasted. I'm on stage. I'm saying, I can't fucking play this goddamn thing. And then it gets back to them. And then oh, there's no. a parting. There was a parting of the ways. So my big mouth got me in trouble then. But you know what? I, I guess it's all the better for it because I don't know how else I would have been able to say, you know what? I think, I think I should look elsewhere because I can't, I can't play these things. They're awesome looking guitars, but man, when you try to put, Especially the Warlock, I think is what they were giving me. They were giving me all there's all kinds of names for their guitars, and because of Chuck Schuldiner from Death and all the guys at DSI and all the guys that play the BC Rich, I wanted to be able to play them so bad, and I was thrilled to to hook up with them. But I couldn't play yeah, them. It stabs because, you. Yeah, there was they were stabbing <laughs> me, or there was some kind of bend on like on some kind of like curve when I put it down to play with it on my knee or like maybe it's missing my knee or something. So I'd have to stand up and play and like still trying to still slipping off the, yeah. the uh, fretboard and, and missing. And so it was very, they were very difficult for me to play. 
it's like I'd prefer my guitar not to hurt me, but you know, that's just a small <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> question. Exactly. Yeah, they, those ends are really sharp. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like that Vinnie Vincent guitar, man. Yeah. That thing will take your eyes out. Absolutely that not. Double flying V. Yeah, you know, I love the look of those guitars, but I just, you know, I yeah. I wish I could play them, but I can't. I like a very standard guitar body. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to take up your whole day or anything with this interview, so I just have a couple more questions for you, man. So, um, I, as long as you want, I'm good. I appreciate it, man. So, uh, w it's been a crazy couple years. Um, yeah. music seems to be something that gets you through. Obviously, you know, the backdrop is all music. You, you you're an avid music fan, a musician yourself. But uh, when you're having like a really day uh, maybe if it was oh. sometime during the pandemic or you know just something going on what's an yeah. album that you can reach for whether it be a, a heavy record a slow record a soft record just something that will recenter you and bring you back to a good place well i am it's funny that you bring this up because i have been having you know all of us the last two years have been yeah. having this too and i don't know how depressed people got some some people ate yeah. some people kept themselves busy some people did a lot of drinking. Yeah, I I just became very depressed because I was trying so hard to get this this project out. Yeah, and um, whenever I would find myself, even if I was in a mood to get off the couch and not watch, binge watch TV shows, when I'd come in here and I'd listen to music, it was usually anathema. Um, which I don't know. They're they're a I think a British band. Pretty sure they're a British band. They're very. They got. They started out as a death metal band and then became kind of like a kind of like Opeth or kind of like yeah, style. Catatonia. yeah, and they, exactly. And I Opeth. I had an. I have an album called Blackwater Park that I that I really liked. Then when I got my hands on Anathema, um, I was like, man, I think that this band might know how to write more to my liking. Anathema writes songs that I wish I had written or could write. So those, I mean, they have a greatest hits double vinyl that, that's out that I just played constantly. Yeah. And then, you know, whenever I would get tired and angry at, at COVID, it was, all, it was always malevolent creation. Yeah. Or, uh, or gore guts. Nice. All that stuff. But um, yeah, it's. I didn't listen to too much music during the pandemic because I couldn't even. I don't even think I could get myself up off the couch yeah. to come in to my room to my man cave and play music. Yeah. So. I'm glad you're at you know, the, I, a different place now, man. I'm, it's 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 really yeah. great. And a lot of the time was spent having COVID. I, I've had it three times now. God damn. The first was the worst, and the third time was on our summer tour that we just completed. Yeah. It was it was miserable. I was miserable, and I think everybody was miserable. But I think that for me, it was like the main source of my misery was God. I I want to get I, I want put these records out. Yep. Because we were on tour in 2020, and then right after we came home is when the pandemic started. So a yep. lot of the, a lot of people say their last show was 96 Bitter Veins before. Wow before um pandemic hit because we were right there man. yeah it was like end of february and then it hit kind of in march and then as soon as it stopped we got we got right back out there and we just finished five weeks but um yeah it was difficult for everybody it was just awful 
That's my phone. Well, the album's about to come out, like you said, November 4th, Nuclear Blast, Synergy Restored, 96 Bitter Beings. Uh, Darren, I got one last question for you, man. Pick a scar Pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. Okay, I got one scar. And without anybody jumping to conclusions, it's on my wrist. Okay. Looks like I probably tried to kill myself. I don't know if you see it. Yeah, I see right it. Here. Yeah, right there. And then right here. Okay. What happened was me and my brother were chasing each other around the house. Uh, I, was about, I was in fifth grade. Yep. And I was just about to catch him, and I slipped, and there was a glass on the, on the, on the coffee table. My, hand, my arm came down on the glass, and I hit my chin on the table. And I was like, I got up, and I put my hand on my chin like, ow! And then all of a sudden, there's blood spritting all over my Jeez. face. And my grandmother was there. My grandmother, who is now 102. Jesus Christ, that's amazing. She was like eight, 85 at the time. Or sure. Something. A young, like, young age of 85, right? Yeah, and my grandmom is somebody you don't want to scare to death. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, my God. She was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I was bleeding like crazy, and the, the glass had gone through here and come out here. Oh, my God. So I went to the hospital, got all stitched up, and it never hurt, which I thought was the strangest thing. It did wow. not hurt at all, ever. Like My chin did. So got had the stitches. That I remember they itched like a bitch. And then got them taken out, and then I never got another scar in my head, except when I was in second grade. I got chicken chicken pox. I was oh, scratching yeah, my yeah. ear, but you can you can't. I don't think you can really see. No, it. no. Just uh, wow, that sounds pretty brutal. Thanks to uh, thanks you you didn't scare your grandma too much. Uh, it's amazing that she's 102 years old. Shout out to your grandma. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's when six years ago is when I named the band '96. So she's still going. That's amazing, man. Darren, thank you so much for taking the time, man, and chatting with us. Uh, any final words yeah. for the Northwest audience? Uh, you know, if you love vinyl, go pre-order or not. Go pre-order the vinyl for uh, Synergy Restored. Yep. Uh, look it up. You can Google. You know, we're all on the obvious socials. Yep. We right don't have here. to. All, we don't have to pass yeah. around a VHS anymore. <laughs> no. So. Um, I just want to say thanks for your support. I hope anybody that doesn't know what we sound like, go check it out. Hope you like it, and um, we'll see you on the road. Awesome. Darren, thank you so much, man. Have a good one. You too. Thank you. Thank you, man. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.